Episode 70 of the Barman and Bevo podcast. Is it 70 or 72? It's 70. Okay. Uh, we did 69 last time, your favorite number. Uh, if you couldn't tell, Barman and I are in the car again. Um, we scored some last-minute tickets to the Atlanta United CONCACAF Champions League game in Kennesaw. Thanks, Bevo. So we are, we'll, we'll call this one the Traveling Circus. <laughs> we're, we're on our way from coming to Woodstock at five o'clock right, on to, uh, to to check out the Atlanta United uh, Champions League game. Um, Barman, you've got the notes up in front of you. You're you're going to be <coughs> moderating while I'm driving. I get to moderate this time. You get to moderate again for the second, never, second or third time. I can never live up. I can never live up to your standard. Yes, you can. You always exceed my standard because <laughs> you set the standard. <laughs> Solo. Well, first item on today's itinerary, Robert Kraft. Oh, did I keep him at the top? What is your uh, personal opinion of what uh, Robert Kraft is partaking in? Only one word comes to mind. Why? (laughs) Why? You have, let's call it billions of dollars? Maybe. I think he's a billionaire. He's got to be, right? I think so. He owns, a, he owns the New England Patriots. He owns the New England Revolution. He probably owns... I don't even... Where did he get his money? Is he Gillette. Like, uh, I think he married into the Gillette, the Gillette family. Oh. And so... It's just an odd story. Um, did I catch you off guard with the notes that, uh, that I passed along to you? No. So, Blue Bentley pulls up... I twice. thought that was hilarious. <laughs> twice in 24 hours before the AFC championship game in, in Kansas City, which he attended. That's pretty impressive. From Jupiter, Florida? Yes. Why? Twice in 24 hours. Here, here, here's what's, you know, and uh, he's got a relatively, a relatively attractive girlfriend, right? The girl, he's not married. He's divorced or widowed. Widowed. She's got relative. She's thirty nine years old. She's relatively. I, I thought she was pretty attractive. Why? Why would he do that? You can. You have enough money to be more discreet <laughs> about things like this than an Asian spy in Jupiter, Florida, in a strip mall. Man, that's rough. Um, it's just. It's so strange. It's so strange. What, what what kind of time is he facing at this point? And he's not going to face any time. It's just going to be a large fine, right? Right. It's just a misdemeanor. I think most for most for most citizens, I think you pay like a five hundred dollar fine and everything goes away. It was soliciting a prostitute. Was that what it was? Yes. What he got charged with? Yes. Here's my question. Knowing what we know and about who we know that lives in Jupiter, Florida, is there another name on this list that we know? Well, one of them is the gol- is the golfer, the one of the female golfers. He's was only web.com kind of guy. Okay. He was on that list. No one else, fa- no one else really famous. When when is I on that list. when I heard the story broke what on Friday morning. Right. When I heard 
that there was potentially another big name on on that list. I thought for sure it was going to be Tiger Woods. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Well, it's Jupiter, Florida. We know he lives. He, he lives for. He goes for large breasted breast blondes and Waffle House waitresses. <laughs> the Perkins waitress story. I don't think is. I don't think. I'm not sure if that one's been confirmed or not. It just seems odd to just to call it odd. It is. Um. I I just don't. I, I mean. I was dumbfounded. Do you think he has to give his son's ownership of the New England Patriots and step away from football? I think... (laughs) I think you can count on New England almost finding a way not to win the Super Bowl this year. What? And and when I say that, I think there might be some league intervention. Wow. (laughs) Uh, Some calls might not go their way the the way they normally do. Really? yeah. You think that's possible? I think anything's possible in today's... I think they've been picking on the Patriots as much as they possibly can. Yeah, I do. I, I do, too. I just... It's such a weird story. Weird time of year. Weird story. AFC Championship game. Couple hundred bucks. Blue Bentley. Yeah, and you flew... I mean, you obviously flew a private jet from somewhere near Jupiter to Kansas City. Yep. And it was a 7 o'clock start? Yeah, it was, a, it was the evening. So game. he was up all night the night before. Well, no. I think those things only take like 10 or 15 minutes. Yeah, but it was like, wasn't it only a couple hours apart? Yes. <laughs> well, one was the night, the evening before, and then he went to morning. But it was like 5 a.m. I don't think it was that early. No. Well, it then I thought one of them was like, Somewhere between two and five. No, the I'm other thinking one was it was like eight. seven and eight, seven and eight the night before, and then seven and eight was like the next morning. It must be nice to have a private jet. Don't have to fly into town the day before. <laughs> Just fly in day of, fly day in day of. out. Well, he probably flies in about three hours before the game. Yeah. Do you get driven to the stadium? Of course. Or does the uh, does the does the home team uh, owner come pick you up? So do the do the away <laughs> do the away teams like. Know the, the the route he takes next year, and just all the rub and tuck shops put signs out. Robert Kraft, you're welcome here. Man, did you that's see? That's a rough way to go. Huh? Did you see the reactions of the people in Boston? What was that? I don't care. As long as he wins, we're going for seven now. That's all they. Every one of them said. Listen, when he does on his own time, as long as he goes out there and gets number seven for us. Wow, I can see that. It was. I don't think it, Boston really cares. No. I don't think I don't think really anyone cares. Um, again, it's odd, and I just ask why. <laughs> why? why? Uh, what's next? Cycling track world championships. I've seen a lot on Twitter, but yeah, I really, the, really don't know. Really, what's going um, on. Uh, there. I don't believe there's any live coverage. Uh, the Olympic Channel has been showing uh, daily recap shows, which are I think about an hour long, so they're actually pretty good. Uh, in the women's, in the in the women's uh, scratch race, there was actually a rather large crash that just kept happening and happening and happening. Uh, took uh, Jennifer Valenti out. Um, the women's team pursuit squad finished in seventh place, I believe. And then the uh, men's team pursuit squad finished in 11th with a four-minute four minute time. I believe a new world record at sea level was set by Australia today at 348 
1.001, I believe. Wow. Yeah. When they beat uh, Great Britain, it's pretty incredible. Some good times. Where are they holding this at? It's in uh, Warsaw, Poland. Mm. It's a beautiful velodrome. That looks Open really span. nice. <coughs> I mean, that was when I looked at our Twitter feed for the podcast, because that's the Twitter feed. I, I actually like it better than my Twitter feed. Oh, really? The podcast point. one? Yeah, from all the but stuff that I follow. Pretty much stages with sports. And, um... Yeah, it's a lot of, uh, obviously a lot of Atlanta United and, and uh, Newcastle stuff at this point. It's a lot of cycling news. I think I follow all of our teams between the two of us. So <coughs> Falcons, Packers, Penguins, Indians, um, your Lions, your Bucks. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Easy. I'm not a big Matt Patricia fan. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Just I, don't, we're both, I don't follow those Just because Patricia and I are both chubby guys in sweatshirts <laughs> doesn't necessarily mean <laughs> that, we, that we bro out. No, I just, I think, you know, I've got a better feel for Twitter in the last, I think I've been on Twitter maybe five or six years. Uh, Twitter just, seems to be improving quite a bit. Yeah, I mean, well, I think... I really like it from the news feed angle. Yes. You can get, you can find information pretty quickly um, just based on either who you're following or who you're searching. So, right. Um, you know, so it's, 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 it, I really like it a lot. And, and I just like the, right. the feed that we have set up. So, um, <coughs> is there anything else cycling wise going on right now? I know we're still kind of in that. Well, in next, between. Uh, this is the first weekend for the classics. Um, uh, Belgian classic racing starts this weekend um, with uh, well in in Belgium is the easiest just way to say it uh, one sponsored by the newspaper and the other one is Kern Brussels Kern uh, so well, uh, Sagan skips this weekend uh, traditionally uh, Van Avermet and uh, Sepp Van Mark and Balgren from Dementia Data this year uh, will be uh, will be uh, some folks to watch Supposedly, Michael Matthews is, is going to go for the win. Oh, bling? Bling. Um, Unbling is, uh, has like an 18-page cycling news uh, article today about about how he feels about racing in this XYZ. So. Okay. So it should be a good weekend getting getting started. Um, I know you, you said you, before we got in the car... That you were looking at the gambling lines, the oh, um, for the, the, the so San I joined Remo? I joined Bovado, yep, and so I happened to I looked at the Atlanta cycling spread today, or excuse me, the Atlanta United spread today, mm-hmm. and it was uh, one and a half. That's what I got it at too. I put it. Yeah, there. so I felt like that was a little heavy. Maybe one I might have gone for it. But. Here's my problem with that spread: if we're playing in Mercedes Benz. I might be all over it. Might be. But we're going to get to Atlanta United in a second. Um, at this stadium, I just don't know what to expect. And with the weather... It rained awfully hard earlier It, it rained a lot today. It's rained a lot in the last week. That is, a, like, one of the really nice... It's rated one of the best fields in college sports. Oh, really? It's in the top ten. Um, well, I think a lot of the sod farms are actually out there near Etowah that uh, UGA and some of the other... Uh, um, people uh, do their testing and um, a lot of that. I want to say, so I met with the Atlanta Blaze last year, the lacrosse team that plays there, and they told me they stole, like, the assistant to the greenskeeper from UGA, 
And that's why the field is super so good. Oh, what was the name? What was the name? Carl Spackler. <laughs> <laughs> Carl Spackler was available. It's all about manganese. <laughs> um, what was it? Kentucky. Uh, Kentucky bluegrass. Uh, <laughs> Southern Sesame. Kentucky Featherbed Benz. So I, I just don't know what to expect from that field. I don't. How big is the stadium? It's like 10,000, 19,000? I, I, I don't think it's even 10,000. It's going to be super interesting. because We had our seats assigned, so I was kind of surprised about that. That I was shocked at, too, <laughs> when we got the tickets today. Um, I think we're in P... P1 and 2? P120? Is that so, what that was? I, I don't know. I just saw P and then we got C1 yeah, thought, and C2. I thought one and a half was a little... Because really, at one and a half, you're really thinking Atlanta United's going to win 2-0. Well, they, and move but, on. But they, yeah, they have to win two nil or three one. No, if it's three one, they have to win four one. They have to win if it's three one. It goes to shootout or oh through shootout. That's right. If they, if they win four one, they move well, on. We Just, got Guzan, so we'll win a shootout. Yeah, I'm not worried about Guzan's. Is Guzan gonna wave off the coach like the uh, like Please. The Chelsea? I hope so. <laughs> That'd be another nail in the coffin for this this guy. Um, it's been one game, Mike. One one game. Did you hear about Mike McCarthy? I did. In Green Bay, is it? I don't know if it was. It's I the just, Notre Dame Catholic School is where his stepson goes. I believe that is in, in Green Bay. <laughs> did he, he get thrown out? I just saw the headline. He I didn't followed the officials out of the stadium. Oh, my God. It sounds pretty bad. The local news The local news has uh, The local news has a video of what happened. I didn't see the video. I just read the ESPN article because it was so amusing to me. Um, all right, so let's recap. Didn't didn't the Jets turn him down? I think the Jets did. The Browns did. Uh, I'm sure he interviewed for at least three Man. jobs. He must feel like me. I thought he would have been a good fit at the Jets. Well, anything would be better than what they currently That's have. True. That's true. Uh, <laughs> did you see, while we're talking about the Jets, Christian Hackenberg, who was drafted in the first round by the Jets last year, has been benched by one of the AAF teams, I believe Memphis. That general manager is still there. Drafted in, six, drafted in 16. Never oh threw gosh. a pass in the NFL. Oh, my gosh. Got cut. So he was drafted two years ago. He was drafted in 16. Okay. Wow. A Never threw a pass pick. in the NFL. A 16 pick. Uh, yeah. Wow. He was starting for the Memphis Express and is no longer their starting quarterback. Wow. Is that as bad as uh, Johnny Manziel being kicked out of the CFL? For two years. <laughs> For what two did years? he do? Well, it had to have been substance abuse, right? And it was something with intervening with his contract, contravening? Well, he, he, he um, I guess, like MLS, I think the Canadian Football League has a similar setup where you're actually employed by the entire league, not just a single, a single team. I have a feeling he was snooping around in the either the XFL or the AAF trying to get a contract. Oh, and that wasn't part of his agreement? Yeah. Oh. I think that's might might be what it is. But I don't I mean well I don't know that we'll ever find out or I mean the story just broke today, so who knows. I think it was yesterday. I, I saw I saw, I saw it this morning. The Montreal Alouettes. Oh, wow. <laughs> I know several Canadian football the Winnipeg <coughs> Bombers. Wow. The Saskatchewan Rough Riders. The Toronto Argonauts. Damn. The Hamilton Tiger Cats. <laughs> who did Warren Moon play for? Uh, I believe he played for Winnipeg. Wow. 
Who did Doug Flutie play for? Uh, he played for Toronto, and he might have played for another team as well. Wow. Aren't you up to CFL knowledge? Well, when you live on the border, you get those games for... <laughs> <laughs> they come across? They do. Well, we got all the Canadian channels. Oh, wow. So I always got What's Hockey Night in Canada, CCN? too. You get CBC and uh, TSN. Oh, TSN. Don Cherry, Saturday night on, uh, on CBC. Did he have his own show? No, he did the Between the Periods with uh, oh. with Ron. <laughs> with those funky jackets on? That's right. Uh, all right, so let's recap last week's debacle in Costa Rica. Um, I don't know that I actually put any notes on the game. I just uh, put some... You said it was a bad outcome and the flow of the game was poor. It was. It really felt... No transition between defense to offense. It was a lot like watching the U.S. men's national team probably three I was really years hoping, ago. I was really hoping the Atlanta United wouldn't uh, wouldn't ever be like the U.S. men's team, but it really feels maybe bad soccer just is the same all over the world. Is that a well, question? Is that a crabby question? Yeah, probably, but I don't know that it was. I think it was bad planning. Something was off. With the team. Right. Because they looked, supposedly looked really good. Maybe it was just who they were playing in, in preseason. But they looked really good. They were scoring a lot. And this game had almost no flow to it. At times we were attacking with just two players. And, and the defense just, everyone looked out of position. How many times did Barco get picked? Uh, every time he touched the ball. I mean, he was... People were saying, oh, he had a great game. I go, were you watching the same thing as me? He never passes. He never shoots. He just dribbles until someone takes it away from him. Is there a word for that? Ball hog? I don't know how to say that in Spanish. <coughs> Porque de huego? Um, Pelota. <laughs> Oh, Pelota's ball, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, not a Pelota. <laughs> <Porque> de Pelota. <laughs> Jess is like face palming right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, <clears throat> Joseph could barely get the. Well, they could barely get the ball to him for him to do. He anything. almost put that one header in. He, d- he did have a couple if shots. He gotten, if he would have gotten more than a little bit more on it. Yeah. He was just. Was that the one that went just wide of the goal? I thought goal? so. Yeah. Um, I didn't really see much from Pity Martinez. I just don't think he got the ball enough. Uh, just turn monitor off. Yes, sir. Um, uh, on defense, Parkhurst and LGP, I thought were playing out of position. Well, I guess Parkhurst was right center back. No, he was right back in. In Miles Robinson was center back. Well, it's, and LGP was left. I thought back. the other team was way too athletic to have Parkhurst. Out on the edge like that. No, you. Why, from what I've read today, it looks like they're going to move him back to the middle. Well, Nagby's going to start tonight, right? Right, but Lorenowitz is out, and I thought Lorenowitz played awesome. And um, Lorenowitz is supposedly out, and, and Escobar is still out. But it looks like well, Escobar Be- it looks, He broke his collarbone, didn't he? I don't know. And it looks like Bello is not playing either, and he's out. Well, that's and I thought he was terrible. But Bellows, Bellow being out is good. He, he, I mean, he looked great at times last year um, when he played towards the back end of the season. Um, but he looked at times lost out there. And I, I can remember the defense specifically yelling at him, what are you doing? 
because he's just like guys were floating around and he wasn't sticking with them. He's just kind of wandering right. aimlessly. It was almost like when you watch an NFL game and you can see half the defense is playing zone and the other half is playing man. <laughs> that's, that's actually a really good analogy. It was. I mean, it's like when yeah, you the other doing, three defensemen uh, are playing, are playing man. man to man, and he's just there's a guy ten feet away. Get on him. I'm gonna cover this spot. <laughs> I mean, I remember right before he came out, I remember seeing LGP and Brad Guzan yelling at him to get on a player. Right. Um, you know, and, and that's what spurred a lot of the opportunities. Now, that means you have one less person to worry about. Right. Well, <laughs> LGP made a, a, a critical mistake on that first goal. He, he just he had tried to head the ball back to Guzan. He didn't get enough on it. His guy broke loose and scored. There's nothing you can do. It's a mistake. It happens. Well, the ball to him wasn't all that well no. played either. It was just a comedy of errors. It looked sloppy in the first half. It was awful. It, yeah. It was um, watching the U.S. men's team. I mean, even the goal that, <laughs> even the goal that Gressel scored was on a deflection. Yeah, that was fair, though. Oh, it was a good goal, but the goalie was clearly going where yeah. the ball was, and well, the ball that was, hit it, a defenseman and went went in. Well, it only made up for the fact that they were offsides because Lewinowicz touched the ball in the in the goal. That was such a hokey rule. Well, I've never seen a, an offside like that. He was offside. He was offside, but it was <laughs> like the ball was going to go in regardless. But you could see him like doing like a like a They're trying uh, to avoid like dodgeball. Yeah, like trying to avoid like it. Trying to make a dodgeball move. To, um, yeah. It was pretty funny. Um one other thing I noticed that was a bit troubling from the game was Frank DeBoer. You didn't like his mannerisms? I don't like a guy that sits on the bench and doesn't coach. What's he supposed to be doing? Coaching. What do you coach? They can't hear you on the other side. Do you have hand signals? Tata was always on the sideline yelling at people, pointing at people, coaching people. No, he people. wasn't. Yes, he was. No, he had his little sweater thing on, hooked over. Yeah, and he was always standing up watching oh, the game, pacing the sideline. You're taking this one personal. I better shut down. <laughs> you got to remember, I watch more of these games than you do. I will agree with that. I wasn't anticipating the arms cross so quickly in the evening. Uh, DeVore just sat there and just emotionless. It was it was it was just odd to me. Well, and this is this is a stadium in Costa Rica with one bathroom. Yeah, and everybody should be able to hear you. There's only like 200 fans there. <laughs> <laughs> it was very sparsely populated. Game. It was small. It was it was, it was actually kind of neat to see. It was it was really odd. I anticipated them coming out like like when Costa Rica plays. Right. Yeah. I mean. And I think they had quite like... a few Mexican players on their team. Oh, did they? I, I I heard one or two, but I thought there might be more. It was um, it was a very unique fan experience because typically when I go to a home game and I see away fans, I get upset. Are those turkeys? I. Yep, they're moving. <laughs> <laughs> they're hanging out by the truck. Um, you know, when I see away fans, I don't like seeing it, but it seemed like like they were like happy that we were there. Were they? they were, yeah, it was. It was like a very friendly atmosphere. In Costa Rica. I like it a little bit more hostile, <laughs> like Azteca? like in England. Azteca? <laughs> yeah, Azteca like, is perfect. Someday when we go to Azteca to watch a game, I'll be rooting for my home Mexican team. You'll be rooting for the U.S. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, speaking of the U.S. national team, they tied last night two to two against Japan. In a friendly. The, I mean, our only team, the women's team. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
<clears throat> um, they have World Cup this year? Yeah, it's in 100, it's in 99 days. 99 days? Yep. Did you get some signage for that? Uh, no, it's in, it's in France. Oh. Um, any other observations from the, the game last week? Hmm. Sloppy? Just off kilter. I thought they did well to just lose 3-1. Well, the fact that they got a goal was great. Yes. That was good. Um, they didn't quit. They didn't shut down like the U.S. men team does when things aren't going their way. Um, uh, Perez played much better after he got that first 10 or 15 minutes out of him, which I think is kind of normal for people in a, in a season, especially if you have a, a rather good preseason mm-hmm. um, where things are flowing during preseason and then you get – and then I think the – the Costa Rican team executed exactly what they wanted to. Yes. They got out of there with the result they wanted. Yeah. They probably got they one more fast. goal, one more goal than they thought they would get. Yeah. Um and they put pressure on early and threw Atlanta off. Yes. Uh the other thing I noticed there was no press. Remember how we used to play that pressing style? Right. But I think I think it's gonna take a little while to I don't know if that's the plan or if um, Pity Martinez is just trying to figure out what his role is and how to play in in this system. Right. But I think, because Al Maron, you still watch Al Maron play in Newcastle, he's all over the field. He, he does not stop. So he's still playing that style within right. Rafa Benitez's system, uh, and it's kind of interesting. Well, I don't know if, if that's what he wants him to do or what, but... Hey, it seems to be working for they Newcastle. Don't seem to <laughs> it seems to be working for Newcastle. They've got <clears> the, the two good results in a row. Well, Amron kind of plays center mid, doesn't he? There, uh, it's like an attacking. Uh, it's an attacking midfielder, or right. it's or a second forward. It's it's a weird, odd position. So, um, while we're talking, we'll talk Newcastle for a second. We'll talk about uh, the incident in Chelsea. Um, Newcastle's last three games, uh, a tie and two wins. It gets them off the near the bottom, doesn't it? Puts them right it puts back them in right the middle. In the, the right in the middle. Yeah. Uh, I think like I said, was going to happen. I think they're sitting like tenth. Like I said, was going to happen. Yeah. Um, I still don't like the the straight uniform. Oh, I love it. I like the blue one better. And though. who's their sponsor? Some Japanese. Eighty-eight. <laughs> Is that eighty-eight? <laughs> Some Japanese gumball company. I don't know what they sell. <laughs> And then a lot of their signage, even at their home games, is, is in, in Japanese or, or Chinese or whatever. I don't know. I, I, uh, they. It, what's funny is there's a couple other teams so saying the same thing. So when we watch when we watch their games in the morning, if you were watching in China, would that be the next day? Yeah, I want to say like China's <coughs> got to be close to twelve or fourteen hours ahead of us. Do they watch a replay? Well, if we're watching it at ten o'clock in the morning. Right. That means they're either watching it at 10, 11, or 12 o'clock at night there. Like a late night? Yeah, I mean... Like back at Stool Pigeons when the guys that were down wanted to watch, watch the Hawaii game, so they'd, bet, they'd try to triple their... There's always a 12.30 Hawaii game on a Saturday <laughs> night when you, need a, when you need one. There's always one when you need one. They used to cover back then, too. June they Jones? Did, they used to hit the over and June, cover. June, June Jones, was yes, it? Yes, he did. <laughs> um... Do you think the Miguel Almiron experiment at Newcastle is, do you think it's worked, it's working, or if... Well, they're only three games in. Okay. He didn't, um, 
uh, unlike the uh, Master State Champion, I did. I I was worried that when I'd watch Almiron would be outmatched, and I didn't see that at all. When I was watching the games, he looked like he belonged on that field and was participating, and his teammates were taking him in and enjoyed playing with him. And I thought I saw a lot of good things from an MLS player going there. I, I don't would know what say so. A, he almost scored a goal in his first start. Uh, he chipped it over the goal. He hit the, hit the post. Um, he almost scored a goal, uh, was it yesterday? Yeah, it was pretty close. I um, think uh, I think the goalie handed it out. Yeah. Um, so, and he was involved in one of the goals two days ago, or on the weekend, if not both. He got the ball to one of the guys who got the ball to the person that scored. So who got the ball to the net? Right. Um, I think ult- the guy doesn't look like he's out of place at all. I didn't think so. I think he's, he looks just as fast as everyone he, else. He, on he the looks field. Fa- as fast, if not faster, than everybody else, and he looks like. I, I think this experiment for them is going to work, and all that does is it improves the quality of the players that are going to be sold out of the MLS. Um. Or, the, or they might look more toward the MLS because of the success of of this move. So, um, I think it helps the MLS and the fact that maybe South American players, instead of going to the Mexican League, might prefer coming to the United States to play for two years and then move and then move to Europe. Yeah, definitely. And I have a feeling that for South American players, they they would um, physically prefer to be in the United States for a couple of years over getting the, their heads knocked in over in Europe. Yeah, um, I kind of agree with you. Um, we had an incident at Chelsea over the weekend. Um, the the goalie for Chelsea got hurt, uh, or it looked like he got hurt. Let's drink here. Um, and he get, got popped back up, he started playing, and then a couple minutes later the, the manager wanted to take him out. Uh, and sub them out right before they were going. Was it in overtime or? I think they were in penalties. And they were going to penalties. Yeah, I think they were in penalties when they tried to sub them out. And he and he told them no. <laughs> he waved them off. Um, and then the and then then the uh, the coach went and walked up the tunnel after throwing something. Is that right? That's what I saw in the video. I, but I it's hard to tell who is the coach. <laughs> there there are a lot of people dressed dressed like they might be the coach. It's pretty odd how the different attire of coaches. Because the Newcastle coach wears like a three-piece suit. Yeah, he wears zert tie, jacket, maybe even a vest. Now and the, they'll be playing the, against the guy the, in sweats. Uh, the, Har- <laughs> the Hardiano coach looked like Jay-Z coaching a soccer team. <laughs> He's wearing a funky base- baseball cast, a jacket, and, and, and a... In dress pants, like slacks, right? <laughs> yeah. Or maybe even jeans. He might have been in jeans. And, and then jeans. like fancy dress shoes. And then you have your athletic coach who's wearing that, that sweat outfit of, yep. of the team. So how do you how do you pick what you wear? I think it's all about its personality. Your own personal style. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, you, you look at, it's the same in the NFL. They all wear, like, a golf shirt, and then you've got Belichick wearing a cut-up hoodie, no <laughs> sleeves. <laughs> Looks like he's a bouncer at a massage parlor. <laughs> Unintended. <laughs> I think he's kind of small for that. It could be. Um, that's interesting. Um, what do we got next? 
uh, Atlanta United home opener. All right, so Sunday we've got the season opener. Yeah, I think it's uh, 7 o'clock. It's a late game. On Sunday at uh, D.C. United. And then the following week we've got the home opener at Mercedes-Benz against uh, which you have two uh, tickets Cincinnati, for. which I have two tickets to Paradise. <laughs> you and your date, Brian? No, me and my date, Jessica. Oh, just kids ago? Yeah. Sweet. Even though we're not sitting together. She'd probably like that better. Or were the tickets not together? That's the one thing. That's the only thing where the seats aren't together. Yes. So, it is. Maybe you can trade with a friend. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. Hey, buddy. (laughs) How far away were they? We're in 104, so we've got good seats. Right. Yeah, but how, I can't remember how They're only like three or four rows apart. Okay. It's like 143 and 147. Um, what else we got? Let's see. Uh, opener and then home opener. Um, Jason Witten is out of retirement and goes back to Dallas. Is that true? He resigned from ESPN today and announced he was coming out of retirement and signed with Dallas. Good for him. At, I guess he feels like they could win the Super Bowl next year. At 36 years old. I don't think he needed to retire. Anyways. I don't think he needed to retire either. I mean, he was one of the best. He was like the Heinz Ward of tight ends. Yes. You know, Hall of Fame career. Yes. Not like, just played the position really well. Yes. Um, I'm sure Scott. Never really overdid it. Scott Patton's probably celebrating. He's a big Cowboys fan, right? Uh, yeah. Cowboys He's, and Falcons? He tries to deny it. <laughs> <laughs> um, we talked about Robert Kraft. NHL trade deadline? We'll just breeze through the NF- NHL real quick. But how uh, was the Penns Flyers outdoor game? I didn't see any of it. Um, Pens were winning two to nothing at one point. Um, the in the first period, Wayne Simmons took out Brian Dumoulin with an elbow. Brian Dumoulin left the game with a concussion. Chris Letang went after Simmons to, um, you know, as they kind of not retaliate but stand up for his his teammate and got taken down the ice. He left the game as well. Wow! So Penguins played with four defensemen for two periods. Ouch! Um. They end up losing four to three in overtime. Um, was there a little mascot in the crowd? Gritty was there for the <laughs> for the the Flyers. He uh, he started on top of the stadium and zip lined in. Did he? <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> and then uh, you know, under the ice. I hate the Flyers, but Gritty is slowly but surely getting on my good side. He's really funny. Um, <laughs> He at one point was streaking across the infield <laughs> between the ice and the, <laughs> and the crowd. And it, you know, he's got like four or five handlers. They were all trying to chase him down. It was real, that was pretty funny. Um, Interesting. What was even weirder is they walked him out of the football locker rooms. Right? They make him walk up steps and then walk back down steps to get to the stadium to get into the ring. They have to go over the electrical they, cords and all. Or the no, icing they sing. They the, made like a fake steps, like the uh, front of the museum, oh, like the Rocky steps. The Rocky ones. But they had to go upstairs to walk down the front of those, which was Dang. super funny. Um, so we need less outdoor hockey at this point. Well, there's you have the New Year's Day game, you have this game. I think there's still one more. Getting kind of late in the year, isn't it? Yeah, but there's. I mean, they did it in L.A. a couple years ago, in Anaheim. Can you get good ice? They said, the, the players said the ice was pretty good in Philadelphia, even though it started raining in the third period. Oof. Yeah. Um, 
And then they do one in Canada as well. So it's just like, I think we can just knock it down to one game. It just seems like a lot of outdoor hockey for... Didn't they play in Notre Dame Stadium? That was last year. That was last year? Oh, no, that was this year. That was this year. That was Blackhawks and... Was that New Year's Day? Maybe Maple Leafs or Red Wings. I can't remember. Yeah, that was New Year's Day. Pens are an eight seed right now? Pens, with their win on Tuesday, snuck into the eight seed. It looks like a big log jam at the bottom of the wild card standings. Gotcha. You've got like five or six teams that potentially could... Uh, still claim the wild card spot uh, or the two wild card spots. Um, uh, so it's super interesting. Trade deadline was Monday. Winners, uh, Columbus, they loaded up. They looked like they, they generated like a whole five players on paper that should be really good. Um, I think Las Vegas did really well there too. Ottawa basically just sold off everything they have and they're just starting from scratch. Again? Again. Again, 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 again. Yeah, I mean, it looks like they're they may move or they're trying to get a stadium deal, but I don't. A stadium deal. Yeah, their their stadium. What's wrong with their stadium? I don't know. They're a new. They came in with the lightning, didn't they? They did. Or did they come in after the lightning? They, I think they came in either right around the same time as the eighty nine or eighty eight. No, they were. Was that when the lightning? The lightning came in. I thought like ninety four. No, I don't think so. It was around the same time. It was in that uh, burst where they added like five teams: Tampa, San Jose, Ottawa, um, Atlanta, and there would have been like one other one in there. Anaheim. All within two years of each other. I think it was like a five-year rollout, kind of like what the MLS is doing right now. Oh, cool. Um, how many teams are in the league now? Thirty. Thirty-one, and one more coming. Remember, Seattle got a team. Oh, that's right. So that'll be 31? I, that'll be 32 when they join. And it'll even out. They'll have 16 on each side now. Because right now it's 16 and 15. Gotcha. Um, do I have any other notes for Tampa Bay? Uh, Tampa Bay looks unstoppable. They're just, I mean, they're 20 points ahead of the next team in their in their division. And they should win. To East Cherokee Drive. They should win the uh, President's Trophy very easily. Um, oh, the Penguins beat them up pretty good that, that game. Yeah, it's funny. The Penguins t- seem to be able to play good against the good teams and just play to their competition for the other games. Don't want to meet them in the playoffs. miles. Turn left onto Old Highway. Five. They're so inconsistent. It's hard to tell what you're going to get at this point. Um, where Tampa seems to be able to beat. Most of the good teams... No, Tampa... Here's the thing. Tampa wins the games they're supposed to. Yes. So when they're playing a bad team, they beat a bad team. Yes. When they're playing a good team, they usually beat the good team or they get they leave the game with a point. Um, and, and that's, you know, you've got to be able to do that. And, right. and that's one thing... Well, that's, that's, the, that's what being a good team is. Yes. You win the games you're supposed to. Yes. So it'll be interesting come... Playoff time because if if the Penguins are the eight seed, they would open up against Tampa. Yes, because um, you could potentially have cross division. Um, the way the playoffs are set up, if the eight seed plays the one seed, no matter what, um, right. and it could be from the other division, and the seven seed could be from Tampa's division playing in the Metropolitan, which is just it's super weird. 
That is weird. Yeah. They keep tinkering with it, and they kind of keep making it worse. Can they bring back the Norse? I wish they would. (laughs) (laughs) I wish they would. Uh, So, all right, what what do we got next? Oak Island? Oak Island. What did you think of this week's episode? A little off. Um, I, I don't understand why they're delving into what kind of parchment and this and, and that and whatever. Um, some of the paper, it wasn't paper, it was bark. Yeah. Um, when they should be just digging the hell out of Smith's Cove and figuring out what everything is. Well, it seems like they've got three or four things going on at once. There's like a research team, a team digging in Smith's Cove, a team digging in... It's not ten, it's not 10X. I can't remember the name of the, the tube they're in. Uh, H8. H8. Um, and then another team just kind of aimlessly roaming from lot to lot metal detecting. Well, that's that's Gary Drayton. Yeah, but he and then he's like working with everybody. Yeah. It's, oh my. <laughs> Bobby Dazzler. <laughs> he sent me that link for the T-shirt. Yes. And I nearly fell out of my bed. I fell out of bed. <laughs> I nearly fell out of bed. I was laughing so. Hard. I thought you'd get a kick out of that. You, sometimes I find those. Uh, sometimes I find those for you. Um, then, yeah. then they have that sink in, which is, yeah. I mean, you only have so much time to find this stuff, you know. They're, like they say, there's so many searcher tunnels, and yeah. You know. I'm surprised that this didn't happen sooner. I, I was too. Because it, and, and it, I'm not sure what they're digging for anymore. They, they don't seem to be looking for that, for the that, the what do they call uh, who's who's vault? Uh, cha- the chapel vault. Cha- the chapel vault. They don't seem to be. They don't seem to be digging it. But when they exposed H8, it looked like 10X was right next to it. It was only like three feet over. Yeah. That's what it looked like to me. I don't know if it there, was. No, there's another tunnel right there. I don't know which one it is, but I think you're right. It could be 10X. I or, think it's the top or, of 10X cut down. Or it could be another one that they've been... It could have been one of the ones they sent, like, the diver down last season or the season before. Well, that was 10X. Okay. Well, no, but I think there was another one they went down as oh, well. Oh, really? Yeah, because remember they found another one with a different void? I'm so confused. They've done it. They've gone down like two or three different tunnels well, they just need to get point. inside the chapel vault. I'm so confused. Why? So what I texted you, all right, why don't we just dig a, dig a big fucking hole at this point? <laughs> well, that's what they've done. No, like a big, In the past. A big, big hole. Yes. <laughs> like a granite, you know. Yes. Get down there. Well, There's clearly something there. What it is, that's uh, a, like that, that's I'm just thing. so confused. Yeah. Because they keep thinking that they drove it, hit it, and drove it down deeper. Well, that's great. Then move over. Yeah. And dig. I don't understand. I think the operation is just too big to do that. There's so much spoils to sift through that you're not going to, you're never going to be able to catch up. Right. And there's nowhere to put the dirt. Right. <laughs> so this is their best option for the time being. Well, yeah, but if you want to get in that vault, I don't know. And then, like like you said, there's so much stuff going on in Smith's Cove, and we got almost nothing. Nothing from that. Barely anything. Just just how messy it was in there. Um, and all the different things they found. Yes. You know, the basic recap that you get every week. Um, so, what I the other thing I texted you during the episode was, it looks like... We put, could potentially get seven or eight more 
Boy, that seems like a long season. Oak Island episodes this year. Because we finally saw the commercial for Civil War Gold. Right. It starts like April yes. 23rd or 25th. Um, I haven't... That, that Nightfall is starting back up again. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, cool. Uh, in a couple weeks. And Mark Hamill's in it this year. What? Mark Hamill's in it. Luke doesn't do stuff like this. He's old enough. It's swordplay. Of course he does. <laughs> um, we haven't gotten the the Hitler show's not back yet. Oh, I haven't seen that. I don't know if that's coming back. Right. Um, and there was maybe one other show that we watched around these that... that the Zodiac. The Zodiac one, yes. <laughs> I'm really hoping that one comes back because it was really good. Well, they had it down to like three people or so. Yeah. <clears throat> so... That one was pretty weird. Um, yeah, so it should be interesting to see what what we get here in the next five, six, seven, or eight Oak Island episodes, and then what do we look for for next year? Right. <laughs> the other thing is they completely abandoned the theory of the guy with the star map. The, yes. The astrophysicist. Yeah, they did one episode on it, and then kind of... Well, they, then well they, they, did a, they went to the one island and looked, and it was like... A like five-minute segment of a second episode, but that was it. Right. Um, that with Bevo. All right. Well, Another loss. We lost on the uh, Atlanta United game last week, unfortunately. Fifteen, seven, and seven. That's okay. Still pretty good. Winning sixty-six percent of the time. Wow. So you're gonna get you're gonna give them your uh, bet with Bevo picks. All right. So what do I have down there? I have Manchester. You have a uh, Chelsea. Um, minus one at negative 117 versus Fulham. Fulham, yeah. I think Fulham's in the relegation zone. Oh, they'll be playing with heart. <laughs> Chelsea's <laughs> not playing very good right now either. Well, I, I thought think. they won today, didn't they? They didn't. They would have played yesterday. Yesterday. I think they okay. won yesterday. And then the other ones who because Manchester... Because they, they benched the keeper. Did they? <laughs> yes. Yeah, it was the other game, Manchester United. Manchester United, uh, minus one and a half. Plus 101 versus Southampton. I think I'm going to take that one. Okay. So, one oh, plus Bad one. with Bevo, Man United. Man United's got to win by two. That's a lot. And I think Southampton's in last place. Uh, yeah, I think they only have like four points or something. Yeah, it's... Like six it, points. Four, uh, four so, wins. So, plus 101 also means if we bet $101, we win 100 Wow. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, if we bet a hundred, we win a hundred and one. Right. <laughs> so I'm take I'm take Manchester United. Uh, the spread tonight's one and a half for Atlanta United, and I don't feel comfortable with that. That's pretty steep. Um, it is a pressure game. They do have to win by two, and you know they know that. Um, but it's rare for Atlanta United to have to win. We haven't seen them have to be in a have to win situation very often. Right. Um, so it be interesting to see how they play under this kind of pressure. So I took Man United. Okay. Man United minus one and a half. Bet it all. No, don't bet it all. Just bet. <laughs> bet ten bucks. <coughs> cool. Uh, ask Barman and Bebo anything. All right. So we got three, three questions this week. I'll start with uh, Ryan. Ryan got me first. Uh, yeah, I don't know if he copied you in on it. Or if I... You were tagged on that post on my... I think I saw something, but I don't remember it. <laughs> he what wanted is Nubian? No, no. He asked, what 
how nice is it that Atlanta United's actually playing outside? Oh. <laughs> and I said, it's nice. Well, I'd rather be indoors tonight, actually, to go watch the game. I said, I'd rather be at uh, Mercedes-Benz with the roof open. Yes. And he goes, well, what about grass? And I said, well, absolutely. I'd rather be on grass as well. Well, the original plan was to have a grass field for the MLS team. Do you, do we get that maybe in a year? Uh, no, I don't think, I think, or do you the, think they're going to stick with the turf? Just for the World Cup games and yeah. for specialty games, will they have, will they do the grass? Well, it'll be interesting because I'll be at the, we're, Jess and I are going to go to the Venezuela-Mexico game. <coughs> um, at Mercedes-Benz. At Mercedes-Benz in June. So it'll be interesting to see if they bring in grass for that. Uh, interesting. Because it's an international friendly, and it would make sense if the FIFA scouts are going to be there. Right. For the World Cup, it would make sense to put grass in there for that game. To see how it was. Yeah, to see how it plays out. So. Mile. I agree. Um, first exit onto Main Street. All right. The other two questions came from uh, came in the guy I work with. Oh, cool. <laughs> What's a Nubian is an office joke. Um, it's a South African joke? No. It's a, it's a line from the movie Chasing Amy. Uh, I've never seen that one. Oh, it's a movie about comic books from the 90s by Kevin Smith. Like I said, I haven't seen that one for a reason. I'm not going to answer it because Ryan and his kids are probably listening. And oh. The answer has some choice words in it. So. Okay. Uh, what was his other question? Witten unretiring. Oh, we talked about Jason Witten. Yeah. I don't think, I think he should have retired in the first place. I think it's a good move. I don't think he likes being overshadowed by Tony Romo again in the booth. I thought Witten did a pretty good job, but I think Tony Romo's on another level. He so found his... Gonna... Witten's going to show him up by playing him. And winning a Super Bowl. <laughs> the Cowboys are not winning a Super Bowl. Do you think the Cowboys are going to win the Super Bowl? What if they year? get Antonio Brown? So? No, that's, that's just like getting Des Bryant back. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Amari Cooper seems to be quite a bit better than Antonio Brown. Yeah. Um, I'm a believer. I'm a believer that the Pittsburgh's a system, not... Uh, yes. <clears throat> Yes, Not that's why they've only had three coaches in the last 40 years. Yes. <laughs> you do your job, you do it well, and you'll get yards, you'll get you'll get plays. Just win, baby. Just win. Um, all right, do we have anything else to chat about? I don't know. What do you want to talk about? I've got nothing at this point. I don't know that there's anything going on. We, Bryce Harper signed a ridiculous contract today. 13-year contract? Jesus. Man, who wants who wants to sign a 13-year contract? Apparently Bryce Harper. In Philadelphia, of all places. But that takes, man, the Nationals must be just beside themselves. Well, Why I do think you want to leave? I think they had reserved the fact that Well, $330 for 13 years is, isn't much, isn't anything really more than 30, 10, 30, 300 million in 10 years, right? Right. It's only like one or two million a year more, right? Why wouldn't you want to stay with the Nationals? I get He must have something against the Nationals. I don't think you want to play for Dusty about. Baker Take or... Didn't he get in a fight with one of his teammates He's going to be there for 13 years. The, what's the average lifespan of a manager now? Three? <laughs> Four? I couldn't even tell you who manages the Phillies. Ooh. No, I don't... I despise the Phillies. I despise the National League, so I don't care. You don't care. I don't. They don't have a DH. I don't want to watch. What? You know me. I'm a fan of runs. 
friends. Baseball is boring enough. The DH doesn't make for more runs. Yes, it does. I like pitchers. I like pitchers. I'm a National League guy. I'm an American League guy, so. Ah. Ebony and Ivory. <laughs> Two people agree. One's worthless. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> cool. And, and then who was the... Was the bit Machado to San Diego last week? A similar yeah, contract? Was, well, that was 300 over 10 years. Yeah, I mean, geez. So, I thought that. But he's a, a year younger, I think. And offensively, he's quite a bit more, or a, a little bit better than Bryce Harper is. Um, it's And I don't think either one of them is, like, going to a winner either. That's what's even funnier. The, that is super odd. Is this, are we coming up on this place? Yeah, it should be up here on the left side. Okay. Well, cool, you want to wrap it up? Yeah. Um, that does it for episode 70. Um, do you want to record after the game? Sure, we can do, we can try. We can try our post recap. Hopefully it's not <laughs> raining hard like last time. Um, the acoustics were really off on that one. Yeah. We will try and record after the game. Hopefully it's after a, uh, a big win uh, for Atlanta United. And then... Um, We'll get this episode up tomorrow. It's Friday, so we'll have it up tomorrow at some point. So uh, We'll be back here uh, with you in a couple hours. Uh, just an update. Mike and I did not record after the game due to getting in and out of the parking lot and, and back towards uh, the other side of town. Great game, though. We had a lot of fun. Uh, Atlanta United won 4 to nothing. It was uh, awesome to see. They looked really, really strong. Um, and it was pretty neat to see us play at a different uh, venue up at Kennesaw, which was uh, really cool. Um, hopefully you caught the game. We'll do a recap on our next episode. Uh, it looks like we're moving on to play Monterey of the Mexican League coming up. I think it may even start next, next thir- Wednesday or Thursday. So uh, thanks for listening. And we'll be back again here in another week with a new episode. If you like the Barman and Bevo podcast, you can find us on Podbean to download all of our episodes. You can go to our website, barmanandbevo.podbean.com. All of our episodes are there as well. We can subscribe on Google, um, Apple, of course, uh, and uh, Stitcher. You can go to any one of those platforms, search for Barman and Bevo podcast and be able to pull it up. Follow us on Facebook at, uh, on Facebook, we're Barman and Bevo Podcast, uh, Michael Vandera, Michael Barman. On Twitter, at Barman, the letter N, Bevo Pod, uh, at Bevo8771, at underscore Coach Barman, as you can hear Violet's in the background talking to me while I'm doing this. Um, we always have uh, weekly when we do our, our segments, uh, Ask Barman and Bevo Anything, Uh, Bet with Bevo. If you have any suggestions, please send them to us at any one of our uh, social media sites. Thanks for listening. We'll be back soon with a new episode. Just a good old boy Never meaning no harm Beats all you never saw Been in trouble with the law Since the day they was born Straight in the curve Flattening the hills Someday the mountain might get them But the law never will Making their way The only way they know how 
you don't 